Hello, we're your product coaches. And we're here to answer your product questions, or maybe just ease a little bit of your pain with your product challenges. We can't do it alone though. We want to hear from you. So go to broadcastbroadcast.com where you can sign up to be a future guest. Hey, Corey, how's it going? Hello, Casey. It's going great. How are you today? Good. I can't believe we're already in the middle of the holiday season. What the heck? This year is flying by. I'm not ready for 2023. No, no, I'm not ready for the holiday. Are you? No, I haven't met all my OKRs yet. I can't go into 2023. That's great. Most people are thinking about, do I have all my shopping done? Do I have all my cooking done? Do I have all my parties planned? And you, the ever-present product coach, thinking about OKRs. Yeah, not in the mind of a product coach. Just thinking about my key results. That's basically it. Are those to have all your shopping done? I don't know. I don't care about that. So I say that because I came home today. I had to run to the post office to mail my Christmas cards. And I came back and there were literally 15 boxes and packages on my front step. Oh my God. (laughs) I think I've done shopping. It's a good thing that you found it though, because I got to tell you, like if that was my house and I came home and saw that, because I know that I had not bought those 15 packages, right? There's someone else in the household who would probably be responsible. I'm pretty sure my heart would have exploded a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, it was all me. There was maybe one package in there that my mom, we have. But here's the thing. It's the holidays. People are busy. We don't have anyone lined up for our next episode. And I thought, well, why not we do a fun episode? Well, I do like how you think because just because people are too are busy in the holidays and it's tough to kind of appear on the broadcast broadcast doesn't mean we can just keep our fans waiting. We got a pretty big fan base we have to appease. I know, like those two to five people that listen really want to hear. No, I think content. we're up to I think we're up to seven and a half now, including my two kids and mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Which one counts as the half? Um, probably my daughter. She's kind of like a half. <laughs> She's kind of tiny. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, so I know you like a good challenge. Always. All right. And I was thinking about how there are so many acronyms in the world of product. So I had challenge for you um i'm i'm listening i'm intrigued all right so here's here's the way this challenge is gonna work all right so you and i are gonna test each other's knowledge of the wide world of acronyms and product product management i like that i like i just came up with that the wild world the wild world or the wide world i like wild sounds funner the wild world of product management acronyms challenge 2022. I see one problem with this challenge, Casey. What, that you're going to lose? Uh, no, actually, I don't see any way for you to win. It's... Ooh, I yeah. see, I see. All right. Yeah. Uh, I knew you're, this was a good idea. You're going to go down is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see. So we have to keep score. So the way this is going to work is, and I'll let you go first because I am such the gracious co-host. 
Great. Now I got to think so, of one. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. I'm thinking of one. <laughs> so we're going to throw out acronyms at each other. I mean, this has got to be like a speed round kind of thing. And if the other person is stumped, then they would get a, the other person would get a point. Wait, let me describe that again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Say that again. <laughs> All right. So how this is going to work is it's going to be kind of like a speed round. For example, you're going to throw out an acronym and try to stump me. If I can't tell you what that acronym stands for, then you get a point. If okay. I can tell you, then I get a point. Deal. Deal. You said I got to go first? Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm not concerned that I'm giving you an advantage. All right. Because I thought of one as you were kind of explaining that. And I'm not sure, I, I didn't want to go like crazy hard and obscure, but I also can't like go super easy on you. Like OKR, because I already said OKR once this, this, I basically already told you the answer to that in the same uh, broadcast. Darn broadcast it, I was episode. waiting for that one. I figured you'd throw that out. <laughs> so here's where I'm going to start. Let's see if you know this. I know you've heard of it before, but let's see if you remember what the acronym stands for. The acronym is R. Oh my gosh, I was thinking about that one earlier. So it's about metrics. And then growth are the last two. What's the first two? See, you're no, already there's stumped no growth. Uh, Why? Did I now, get you? See, this is what happened. The We're first one. Out of the the first, I, I scored a point the first one. <laughs> Fine, I'm giving you a point. I thought we okay. were going to start a little bit slower. I thought that I, I know you've heard of that. I thought you would have known that. Well, for our listeners who probably would like the answer, R is also known as pirate metrics. And it stands yes. for awareness, acquisition. Um, sometimes if you do a third A, I've seen it abbreviated A-A-R-R-R and A-A-A-R-R-R. Um, if you do a third A, they're usually talking about activation. And then the three R's are revenue, retention, and referral rate. And that's your pirate metrics. Oh, well, I thought there was a G in there too for growth. No, there's no G. I've never seen a G in pirate metrics. <laughs> but I'm I'm glad Arr. that you... <laughs> Yeah, it's not Arg. It's R. <laughs> All right. This is I, I, I feel like I want to take my challenge back. <laughs> You're already down one. Just kidding. <laughs> Fine, you have one point. All right, I was going to go a little bit easier on you, but I see that you're going to throw down the gauntlet. All right, so how about Moscow? Moscow, Moscow. Well, that's kind of interesting because if I remember right, there isn't actually an O in Moscow, even though the acronym has an O in it. Um, and if we're thinking of the same Moscow, I'm going to say that is a method of prioritization that stands for must have, should have, could have, and won't have. Wow. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Two points for Corey. Also... <laughs> I love how you went through into your teacher coaching mode. Well, <laughs> well, we have listeners that want to know what these things are. So I have to explain it. 
Exactly. Exactly. All right. All right. Good job. Good job. Okay. Since the last one was so hard, apparently, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Uh, okay. So how about this? Since you did a prioritization one, tell me what the acronym RICE stands for. Oh, great. Great. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So RICE is another prioritization method, which measures reach, impact, confidence, and the E is for effort. Oh, I've also heard E as ease, but effort is what I actually prefer myself. But yes, I'll get, I agree. Of, of course you have to correct me, even though I got it right. I mean, I'm just letting people, because you know we're going to get some hate mail if we don't, like, say that if you heard the E means something else, like, okay, to each their own. But, you know, we'd get that Well, hate exactly. Mail. Which is why I said we should add the G and the R. Okay. Pirates <laughs> don't say ARG, okay? They don't say ARG. Have you ever they seen, like, Johnny Depp in, uh, what's the, what is the thing he does in Disney? Where he does the Pirates pirate? of the Caribbean. The Caribbean one, yes. He doesn't say arg. Yeah. Well, he would if he was frustrated because someone was cheating in a game. Um, cheating or just knows his acronyms. All right, fine. You get to oh wait, that was your turn. Now it's my turn. <laughs> yeah, and for the record, you uh, had longer to think about this than I did. I'm kind of coming up with this off the cuff. Awesome. All right, how about this one? NSFW. NSFW. Oh, okay. I I'm not a hundred percent where you're going for this with this, but I'm pretty sure NSFW is a disclaimer that we put on things that stands for not suited for work. Meaning if you look at it, it might be a little uh risque. <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, I would go with not safe for work, but I might give you the point for that. And not that that's just a strict product term, but I wanted to throw a little curveball in there. I was going to say, what? What? Uh, I want to know what organizations, what product organizations use that regularly for an acronym. I'm wondering what products they put, they put out. <laughs> I don't know. I'd love to hear from our listeners. Does anyone yeah. use that other than when they're sharing content at work that isn't safe for sharing at work. Does anyone use it in their actual work product? I'm very curious <laughs> how that product org operates. <laughs> Just trying well, to get some points here, Corey. I will tell you, you were pretty close because like my mind was in the product world and I was like, NSF. Oh, okay. I think I, okay. I think I know. <laughs> oh, I've got mine. I've got mine. I've got mine. Okay. Ready? I don't think I'm you're going to get this. I don't think you're going to get this, but it's a good one. You might get it. What is the acronym? Wolf. Oh, it's wolf. one of the product people animals. You're on the right track. It is a prod. It's a dangerous product animal. It's a dangerous product animal. Okay. Give me a second. I'm going to go to my Google machine. Just kidding. <laughs> You better not be cheating. I'm not cheating. But please share because I can't think of it right now. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. I knew, see, I knew you'd kind of know what track it was though. So wolf is one of the dangerous animals of product management. And what it stands for is working on latest fire. Working on latest fire. So the wolf product oh, manager. Yes. <laughs> the wolf product manager is the person who isn't planning, is just jumping from fire to fire to fire and running around like a chicken with their head cut off. That is a dangerous animal of product management, the wolf. I mean, wolves like chickens, so I like that analogy. That's true. Do you remember, how about this, Casey? Do you know the acronym for one of the um, more common dangerous product animals? Could you be referring to the hippo? I am referring to the hippo. And what is the what is that what does that acronym mean? Do I get a bonus point for this? Uh, no, this is just way too easy. So I'm just doing this oh for the sake gosh. of our listeners. <laughs> and I'm not going to give you, you extra points. Are you crazy? I'm going to win this. I'm not going to give you points. <laughs> well, I will tell our listeners and let you know that I actually do know what that means. So HIPPO stands for the highest paid person's opinion. So a lot of the time people are very reluctant to push back on that executive leader or that senior leader in the room when they have that solution or idea. What's the zebra again? Zebra is... I do. Zebra is zero evidence, but really arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you have these off the top of your head. I know them. Zebra is zero evidence, but really arrogant. And uh, there's also a rhino, a really high value new opportunity. The rhino is the person nice. that just jumps from the shine next first shiny star to the next shiny star to the next shiny star and isn't actually doing discovery yeah. or anything of the of the sorts so mm -hmm. those are the only ones those are i think all four that i remember yeah that's good i'm impressed those are the the uh typical product leaders or leaders that we see in the product space all right i'm gonna throw one out there for you and not surprisingly okay, I'm ready. it's one of my favorite ones jay T-B-D. J-T-B-D. I've got bad news. Casey, what? you're not going to, you're not, you're not going to stop me. You stump me. J-T-B-D is jobs to be done. Jobs to be done framework. Am I right? Did I get it? It is. You know, one of my favorite ones. You got it. I don't even know. Am I still tracking points? How many do you have? Like 15? Yeah, it's, it's a lot Four. to the little that you have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have one, but I think that you have four, but that doesn't mean, how did I miss three? That's not even possible. I've only missed two. Oh, my turn's coming up next. That's why. Oh, okay. So let's talk so about the jobs to be done because... It's one of my favorite uh, ways to think about how you are solutioning for your product, right? Yes, tell our listeners about it. So instead of thinking about just that our customers want to buy your specific software or your tools, think about the job that they're trying to solve. What job are they? do they want to be done with your product? Just another way to think about that solution differently. I love that framework. 
I do too. It's a, it's a really nice way to uh, almost retrain your brain to think a little bit about, you know, what job your customer is buying from you, right? Um, even when you're in the, wor the world of software development, like you're still providing a job, right? And what job are they purchasing? It's a way just to kind of think through a little bit um, uh, from a different aspect about um, how your product serves its market. Awesome. And if people are more curious, Google the jobs to be done for McDonald's milkshakes. Great story. Oh my God. I love that video that you're referencing. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. All right. I think I'm ready. Maybe you'll be easy on me this time. Okay. You want me to go easy? Um, <laughs> I feel my confidence a little here. Okay. All right. I got one for you. OST. OST. What is OST? Yes! Who doesn't love our friend and a person that we lean on a lot for content in the discovery space, Teresa Torres with her opportunity solution tree. You got one right! Woo! That was on my list too, you know, so I, I would hope that we both get that one right since we coach to that one a lot. That's true. That's true. We do. If you, if we, if what, if we miss that one, you know, if, if any product coach missed that one, I'd raise my eyebrow a bit. Yeah, that was a good softball. But the opportunity solution tree is a great way to align your opportunities or your pain points, unmet needs from your user's perspective to your outcomes and make that visible. So you can start to think about some of those ideas you want to experiment with. I always tell people it's a good visual way of thinking. A lot of times people will coach the OST and talk people through it. And um, product managers will be like, well, do I have to fill this out? Like I have something in every box and I kind of have them take a step back and say, the OST isn't a template, so to speak, right? It is a way of visually thinking to show how your ideas and how your solutions align back up to customer opportunities, which align back up to your business outcomes. And it's not a one and done. It's not like we do it and it's done. Your OST is constantly evolving as you are conducting continuous discovery, as you're getting more input and as your target opportunities change. Um, so I love coaching to the OST and mapping out uh, thought processes because also the added benefit of mapping out your thought process is that when it comes time for those dreaded stakeholder conversations, you have something visually that you can show them as you walk them through why you're taking your product in whatever your direction you're taking your product in. Yeah, show those hippos, show those zebras, show those wolves and those rhinos. <laughs> Way to throw the dangerous animals back in there. All right, so Corey, the score is four to two. I obviously am not winning right now, but I feel like I'm, an, I'm on a comeback trail. Oh, you feel like that? I have a question. Whose game was this again? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a good sport. It's okay. all about learning and sharing with our listeners. And I am about winning. So I think we make a good team. <laughs> so <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I have one for you. And it's a triple one, a triple and one, a three and one. Okay. I don't understand. Three and one. Okay. All right. 
Lay it on me. Let's see what you got. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to give you three of them, similar meaning, but three different ways that we hear the acronym. That's why it's a three in one. All right, here goes. UX, CX, XD. <laughs> UX, CX, XD. Okay, so I believe we are referring to UX as the user experience, CX as customer experience, and XD as experience design. I believe they are basically all acronyms for, I I personally, as I coach, I like to say UX. It's most industry recognizable as like kind of the user experience umbrella. And what I would say is generally these are, are amazing design individuals that are experts in the desirability um, space when it comes to our product trios from desirability, viability, and feasibility. Did I get it right, Casey? You did. And if folks recall our second episode, we had a UXCX individual as our guest, as our very first guest. That's right. That was Amy. She was amazing to talk to. But one of the things I was going to say is you were about to steal the next acronym on my list, but I'm not going to hedge my bets on this. So I'm going to toss it over to you for, for your turn. Wait, I'm going to steal the acronym? Which one was I going to steal? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't even know. <laughs> oh, gosh. You okay, almost I revealed it, I should say. Oh, gosh. Now I want to know. Okay, I don't, I don't even know. Well, maybe it'll come up. I'm debating if I'm going to give you another softball or a stumper. What would what would you like, Casey? Softball or stumper? I mean, I think what do we think is most valuable to our listeners, Corey? Let's put it that way. Okay. Okay. All right. Look at you trying to get to my heart muscles. <laughs> Which is exactly where I'm going to go. Tell me what the acronym HEART stands for. You and all your metric acronyms. It's another metric-driven acronym. It sure is. Okay. HEART stands for health. No. <laughs> Happenings. You're Happy really close. Customers. You're, you're almost there. Happiness. Yes. Okay, you got the H. <laughs> the H is happiness. The E is engagement. It sure is. The A is acquisition. It's not acquisition. <laughs> the R is retention and the T is toodaloo. <laughs> I love the guessing you've got going. Thanks. Hey, I uh, mean, if I if I don't know it, I'm going to I'm going to try my best to uh wing it. Uh, so heart is a, another acronym that a lot of times we use in tandem with our R, our pirate metrics. Um, yes. And heart stands for happiness, engagement, adoption, retention, and task success. 
I was really close. With Toodaloo, you were close with Toodaloo. <laughs> Toodaloo was my favorite one though. I don't, I mean. <laughs> you you got three out of the five. You got three out of the five. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. So I think the score is Corey to, to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I should have like, you know, remembered all of your, your, uh, metrics love going to the heart. Nice. Nice. I should have saw that, that clue coming my way. Well, um, data, qualitative and quantitative data analysis is how we make our best product decisions. So of course, of course, I have to bring out my data and my data acronyms, right? You Your just data, have to. Those, me those metrics and data, right? That's how we make good decisions in, our, in the product space. That's right. Right. Awesome. Good way to turn it back around. Make me feel bad. Well, you know, a good uh, in a good competition, you should always kick your opponent when they're down. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So I am going to give you, I was going to give you uh, a softball, but now I feel like I need to come out with a, with a banger. <laughs> I want you to try to stop me. I want to hear when I can't, I don't know yet. Here's one. Are you ready? I'm ready. SWAT. 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 That is what you do when a fly lands on your forehead. Yes! No. <laughs> well, you would do that too. So SWAT is a type of analysis that you can do uh, most commonly used to... Um, think through a new product or market fit and it would stand for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Nice job. Nice job. <laughs> We're going to strike that one from the record and I'm going to have to come up with a harder one. <laughs> so the acronym that I thought you were going to reveal earlier, because I know it's still on your mind, Corey. Yes. I want to know. What did you think? Where did you think I was going to go? DVF. Oh, DVF. I did. Have, well, I actually did reveal it. I think I said it. I just didn't say DVF. <laughs> That's why you said the words. And then I thought you were going to say the acronym. But since you already revealed the words, it was on my list. But desirability, viability, feasibility. So generally, when I coach, I coach those three desirability, viability and feasibility. However, Casey, I will give you a couple extra, you know, coach redemption points if you can name the other two dimensions that sometimes go along with DVF when you're thinking through um, product solutions and assumptions. Oh, that's good. How about sometimes people add a U in there for usability? That's one. Absolutely. I I translate that a lot to desirability because I think about would they use it? Do they want it? Does it work as they would intend to? So, but some people split those out to your point. Last one is ethically or morally. Good job. You've, read down, you've redeemed yourself as a product coach. Good job. Good job. 
You bet. I do like how that comes into play now more when you think about the ethics side of should we build this product? Is it the right thing to do? Especially with all of the conversations around social media and some of the um, ill intents or coming out of that. But exactly. Good. And a lot of I, I'd have to guess that a lot of those product orgs um, that don't use or don't think through the ethical dimension probably have that NSFW tag that you mentioned earlier a little bit more prominent. Because <laughs> another one to agree with you is IKR. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I guess we have to reveal that you did beat me in this challenge. You did, you did take on the challenge and you won. Woo! Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Congratulations. I will give you um, your award at some future date. Thank you very much. And I will give you all the credit and kudos for coming up with a very fun game, both for me and our listeners, I think, um, because we couldn't, we didn't have anyone lined up and we didn't want to keep our loyal fans waiting. So exactly. if anyone would like to join us and try to stump the product coaches with anything on your mind, please go to our website at podcastbroadcast.com and we'll set you up with a time to record an episode with some one-on-one time with the product coaches and yourself. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to our next episodes and I hope people enjoyed this. It was fun for me too. I agree. Thank you so much. And to all of our listeners, have a very happy holidays and don't forget to like and subscribe.